When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. All right. So let's see. I'm seeing uh, Rossi's having any issues or anything like that. <laughs> okay, hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Hey, Rossi. Hi. Uh, How are you doing? Go. I'm fine. Fine. Better hey, now. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing good. 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 Nice. nice. All right. So I just want to say welcome back, y'all, to be able to do this review. I do appreciate mm-hmm. you taking the time out of your day, day to be able to do this. It does mean a lot to me. Oh, of course. So it's fun. No problem. Put that down. No, wake up. Willow, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear that a lot. <laughs> but anyways, um, tonight, everybody, we're actually going to be doing our Sleepy Hollow review. This movie came out in 1999. This movie stars Johnny Depp. And also, too, this movie actually had a budget of $70 million. And I want to say I made about two hundred and fifty million dollars. I want to—that's what I'm thinking that it actually made. Wow. Yeah. So it actually did pretty well. It was received well. Uh, yeah, it actually made two hundred and seven million. So I was a little wow. off. <laughs> but <laughs> Just... Still pretty good. Yeah. Not yeah. bad to go off the wham though. Um, <laughs> exactly, Willow. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, this is actually one of my favorite movies that Johnny Depp was in. This movie came out in 99. Has anyone seen this movie in the movie theaters or anything like that? Uh, I didn't see it in theaters. I was nine, I think, when this movie came out. Okay. So, yeah. (laughs) I didn't see it in the theaters. I think, like, we rented it when it came out, and, um... But I didn't remember. Watch it this past weekend, or I think last weekend, and it was a really good movie. I forgot how good it was. I did too, to be honest with you. I haven't seen it since I got it on VHS because I still own the VHS tape. But I I did see it. I know it was in my DVD collection, and so like I was excited when you said, you know, all this three of this because like yes, because I own that movie and I like that movie. Been and you seen see, it, but I knew I had it. Right, and here's the thing: I actually went out and saw this movie in theaters, as it was actually the first time I actually got to see a movie since I moved back into my town. Because originally I was supposed to move up to Boston, and we couldn't find any places to live or anything like that, so we moved back down here. So my brother-in-law was like, "Hey, you want to go to a movie?" I'm like, "What movie? Sleepy Hollow." I'm like, "Okay, I'm in." Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> number one, I mean, this movie has a lot of good things going for it. One, it's, right. you know, Tim Burton and Johnny Depp. And two, it's based off of one of the oldest American horror stories in existence. 
Right. So, like, uh, like almost right. everyone knows about Sleepy Hollow, so. Exactly. And Rossi, I was just wondering, were you ever curious about what they were going to do with this film? Because, you know, the cartoon was not even that long of a, of a movie or anything like that. It was like maybe a 15, 20-minute movie. I was, yeah, I, I was, I didn't know where it was going. I honestly had, like I said, it's been a while since I watched it. So, honestly, was the headless movie? until it started so yeah i didn't know where it was going and i was i was i was sweetheart so i was talking sorry my three-year-old is in the room with me (laughs) she refuses to go to bed so no that's okay i know you don't want to go to bed (laughs) while you're up (laughs) but but I, oh, yeah, I, were... I enjoyed. I think in the beginning it was kind of slow for me. So what? when he, when he Johnny Depp who plays the police what constable at, um, in New York City, and what, what happens is there's a series of murders that happens in the small town Sleepy what Hollow, and right. he goes there. And so at first I'm kind of like, huh, you know, a little bored, Why? and um, you know he's kind of cynical. Why he he deals with facts. So I'm thinking that, first of all, I, I thought it was him and then realized, that, okay, it's not him. But I didn't know it was like supernatural elements that was going to be in the movie, as well as romance and then some comedy. Right, because that's yeah. something that I wasn't sure how they were actually going to do it. Because remember, Ichabod Crane was pretty much this lanky guy, yep. awkward, and everything else. So, right. <laughs> like a scaredy cat. Yeah, and exactly. You take a look at Johnny Depp, and he's the complete opposite of that, which is something I really liked, was what they actually played off of that. And then you get into the whole entire thing where Johnny Depp is afraid. It shows that he's afraid of certain things inside this film. It does show that awkwardness, especially, I also like it whenever he acts like he's smart, but he's really not smart. Uh, He's kind of just like Kyle. Kind of just like rolls with the situation a lot of times. Like, oh, yeah, of course, I knew that was going to happen. And just rolls with it. I love it. Right. I love that. And not only that, but (laughs) I remember my favorite part, though, was probably the part whenever they actually revealed to him that the horseman is actually real. Whenever the horseman actually does. Yes. He's freaking out. There's a horseman. We know. We told you. He's that, no, that is one of his favorite parts in the, in the whole freaking. He's like, he's like, uh, of course it is. I told you. Everyone told you. Right. But he but arrived yeah, like thinking he... it's fantasy, thinking that people are crazy. He's going to go there and, and show them that it's probably someone in town that's playing a joke on them until he sees when, when the guy dies and, you know, the, the horseman shows up. No. And he thinks that he's like in disbelief because he deals with facts. Like this is not real. This cannot happen. And that's actually something exactly. I, I like about that movie is that they do kind of play it as the joke at one point, where they have um, uh, uh what's his name? The oh, the the dude in town, the young right, guy. The guy is kind of kind of an an ass, but um, yes, they have him, and he does play a joke on Ichabod, and right. you know, he realizes the joke and. I like how, I like how they did that also because they kind of allude to that in the original story as well. 
so as although this story is based obviously on the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, they take a lot of liberties with it. You know, there's a lot of changes they did to the but the original short story, so to make it a full length movie, they had to add stuff. But I like that they kept that part in where like they're playing pranks on each other, trying to get each other to back I also, off. I also like that um you know, Tim Burton being that he directed it, I liked how you see, you can see, like, remember the Nightmare Before Christmas? Like, if it were a movie, you see it being played in that way, you know, that style. Um, you see that it's a Tim Burton movie. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And, and I appreciate I that, you know? It. Yeah, I lo- mm-hmm. I've always loved because Tim here's Burton. The thing. Yes, yes. And you see, what I loved about it, too, was, like, the gothic setting. You have the gothic town setting of Sleepy Hollow. You're invested into this town. This town actually feels like a character. Yes. Rather than a regular basic town. Right. Right. And that's what I loved about it. And the other thing I liked was as soon as he winds up in this town, he realized there's a lot more stuff that's actually darker than what it actually is, that what was perceived in the letter that he got Whenever the townspeople's like, you know what, we need to go on ahead and get Ichabod over here to investigate. And then, of course, the judge orders him to go to Sleepy Hollow. And he realizes there's a lot more to this town than he realized. Yes. Yes. And what do you think of the opening thing? Like, whenever you see him knock on the door to the tavern slash the hotel, and he's also seen to to his right where this one woman is making out with this one dude. And then... As the thing opens up, you can actually see, you can actually get a glimpse of the animated film a little bit of them introducing us to these characters that we're going to be on this ride with. Okay, but like the the oh the scene where aren't they having like a little party or something when they open up the door and he goes yeah, in there it's and like a ball, a of, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that one. Okay, yes. Yeah, I like that scene because it is Did a you... way to get all the all the townspeople together who are going to be the main people. And, like, so it introduces you to pretty much almost everyone all at once within that, like, five minutes. Because from that party, doesn't it go into the main meeting room with all the the bigwigs of the town? Pretty much right after that. The town council, and yes. So I like how they did that. The funny thing is, I do too. And the funny thing is, they actually did have one of the actors that played in Beetlejuice in this movie, though, too. Really? Which one? It was, remember the guy who moves into the house? Uh, the one, the main guy that they're trying to get rid of—that's Lydia's uh, uh, Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey Jones's character. Yeah, yes. Jeffrey Jones. Yes, actually, and the only reason I can tell you that right now is because I just watched Beetlejuice two days ago as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's still fresh in my mind. Awesome! I'm glad that it was perfect timing for that, though. <laughs> I but think yeah, my favorite I mean, part I, in the movie I, was um, um, when. Well, it's, it's a little bit further in the movie, but I have to say the part that stuck out to me was when it, when you find out the tree of death and oh, how, how he's fiddling with it, and then it opens up and a horseman comes out from the root of the tree, and I just love yes. that part. I that was just the graphics at that time was really good. That part is so cool. Like the C- mm-hmm. I agree. The CGI really stands out. Yeah. I really love the darkness of it. And not only that, but I also said this to my friends, though, too, whenever, because I remember the next day, my friends and I were talking about this, and I used to be heavy into Magic the Gathering at the time. Oh, me too. (laughs) And 
I used to have like a black deck that I used to play with. And on the black deck, one of the cards actually resembles the tree of death, that tree. I'm like, this resembles the tree. I'm like, this is actually pretty cool. That's dope. (laughs) And, you know, I really loved what they did to that. They actually gave it a little bit of a supernatural flavor to it that we didn't think we were going to get. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I love how all the severed heads are just in in the hollowed out part of the tree. Oh, that's right. When he when he mm-hmm. hacking at it and the blood, and then you yeah, see and all he's that. Cutting this tree open, blood squirts yeah. out of the tree. Like, oh man, I love that. <laughs> I do too. And it's like Johnny Depp is covered in blood all the way through this whole entire movie. Just about right when he does that autopsy of the woman, and <laughs> and and just like when you when the story really takes place, like you said, you get to know the townspeople and oh, how deep you know the secrets in a town goes, and you find out that the stepmom. Well, that's a little further in, but you find out that the right. people in town are, like you said earlier, are not as good as you thought they were. No, definitely not. Because at first you're thinking, oh, these are these innocent people that are being haunted by his horsemen yeah. and then you realize that they actually covered up this whole, There's a whole conspiracy and I love yes. that they did that or that wasn't just supernatural revenge story how there was a conspiracy an actual criminal conspiracy all intertwined into this as well uh, I thought yes, that was I, really cool that was great because I mean this, this story takes a whole different turn because you're thinking that you're just dealing with the supernatural and that these poor people in this town, you know, they're getting beheaded and you don't know why. And then as you go into the story, you realize, oh, some people have something to gain by some of these people being dead and, you know, the horseman's controlled and yeah. Yeah, I I absolutely love that. How they have the whole thing with uh, the widow married the guy and then, you know, the reference (laughs) behind it, she performed the marriage and the one guy, uh, and she was pregnant, and the one doctor like and all the secret deal, and then those witnesses start getting killed off like one by one. Like, oh, this is so cool how they like how they put this together. Also, I love it. I agree. I, I that's one of my favorite things though too is the family tree aspect to it. I love the I love that aspect. I like Christopher Walken as the homeless yes. woman, which I never thought that would actually. And they filed his teeth into points. Yes, that was the best surprise cool. seeing him. What What did you think about that, Rossi? When you first saw Christopher Walken as the homeless woman, I was I was I was shocked. I was uh, first of all, he's one of my favorite actors as well. He's great. So to see him playing that part, you're like, yes, they picked the right person because he's great. And then when you look at his his makeup and the way that he looks, it, it was just, it added to the story. And I wish that we could have seen more of him in uh, the yeah. film. I you agree. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you wanted to see more of his life in that film. I agree with you. I wanted to see a more of a backstory. Yeah. Because that's because, don't get me wrong, I love the glimpse that we actually got, but I would like to see how he got to that point. Yes. You know, because there's a more of a mystery element to his character within, and it would have actually been cool to see a little bit more of an origin story with the horsemen, but for the little bit that we actually got, I feel like they actually nailed it's, it. And yes, he might feel a little bit underutilized, but still, it was actually really good. Yeah, you got it. You absolutely got it. You got his story, yeah. 
it's not far off from the original story either. He was uh, a Hessian Jaeger, which was basically a Hessian mercenary during the Revolutionary War who ended up getting his head removed from the rest of his body somehow. I think in the story, he gets shot off by a cannonball or something crazy like yeah. that. And But in this one, like, so it's not much of a story, but at least it's not just like, oh, there's a horseman here. We don't know why or who he is. <laughs> like, you know, because that'd be like, well, maybe right. you should. <laughs> but, so we do get a little something, and it is at least somewhat partial to or too true to the story. But yeah. it's still cool. My favorite part with Christopher Walken is when his head is like regrowing back around the skull. Oh, that was great! That's one of my favorite parts in that in that movie. It's just so mm. cool. And the comedy in it, you know, because when you watch, it, they, <laughs> yeah. you know, they they do like the old cartoon characters where the eyes bulge out, and yes. and I I started laughing because I love the undertones of comedy in it. You know what I mean? There are some pretty funny parts. Well. Yeah, it really did. That movie. I love the dark humor in it. I loved it when Johnny Depp uh, goes in and gets those big, huge glasses. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy that you brought that up. As well. Yeah. And he's over there observing the body and everything. I'm like, do you really I'm need all that? Out. All you have to do is look at it at the fact that the guy's head is cut off. I, I love it. And then also... Sorry, go ahead. And then also... But also, too, though, the other part that made me laugh was he's like, so, why is the head cut off if we actually know who it is? And the townspeople's like, exactly. Why? He goes, yeah, why? Because he's trying to act like he's actually smart. Yeah. Smarter than what he actually is. That's what I mean by that at the very beginning. I love it when I he like goes the... into... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, my One of my favorite parts that I think is really funny is when he goes into the autopsy on on the widow to see if she's pregnant and he like kicks everyone out and starts to do the autopsy <laughs> comes out and he's covered like head to toe in blood and it's like what the hell were you doing dude like... <laughs> it was like I enjoyed the part where you know you're talking about this the the glasses that he's wearing and I think in that part of the movie when he's um looking at the the head and the bug comes out and he jumps back you're kind of like oh, yeah. wait why would he be scared of a, but this is what he does. And so you get the first, you know, instincts that, okay, he's, he's, he's a little, kooky, you know what <sighs> I mean? He, he's not who he says he is because the way he jumped back was hilarious. It was. And it's like, okay, this is who we have to investigate our murders. Yes, exactly. And, <laughs> and also too, if you actually think about it, I can sense a little bit of Edward Scissorhands in this. Thank you movie, for though. saying that. I see it too. <laughs> With a little bit of awkwardness. Yes, too, where yes. Oh, he's definitely got some social awkwardness <laughs> going on. When he imitates Which the I horse. Which I think is hilarious. You know, and he's doing the horse and, and showing them how far, how huge the horse was because, you know, his face. And so he's doing that and I'm sitting back like, what the hell? You know, you see Edward Scissorhands. Right? Yeah, you, you do. You really do. I'm glad that you brought up that horse scene, though, because I'm like, no, duh. Right, exactly. <laughs> he came, he galloped. Yeah. He's like, you're trying to be Sherlock Holmes, oh but you also know at the same time. I was dying when he did that. <laughs> Me too. He's like, oh, he came back and collected the head and he ran off. Yeah. Well, no, duh. Right. <laughs> this day is the obvious. Right. 
But also, too, if you actually remember whenever they were trying to tell him the story of the horseman and his hand is, like, shaking. Oh, yeah. Oh, Johnny Depp, yes. There's a lot of... Yeah, his hand... Johnny... I love that. That is a throwback to the cartoon. There's a lot of parts in that in the movie that you have to show you. And, of course, as the movie goes on, he kind of gets more and more brave, but it's still a wimp at the same time. But I do like that they show, like... Because in the story, again, he's also, like... Kind of a scaredy cat and kind of kind of a wuss and superstitious. Like, oh, oh, another great part in the movie. I like it's both funny and shows him as a wimp. Is when he uh he is using the young Macbeth as like a human shield when he's going oh to go God. see the wimp. Yes. Oh yeah, he's hiding behind the kids with like his gun, like using him definitely as a human shield. That's what I love. I mean, I know that's what you like too, though, Rossi, right? Yeah, when he puts the boy in front of him and he's kind of using him as a shield, you know, because he's scared of this witch. And you're just like, set the Freddy cat or the spider under the bed. And he jumps up and tells the kid to get it, kill it. And he's like, it's just a spider. I I want you to get it. Yeah, that was funny too. I mean, that is a big spider. I really love that. (laughs) So, my other question is this What did you think? Uh, I hate spiders myself. I'll actually probably burn down a whole house to kill a spider. Don't fall asleep, sweetheart. It's 9.30 at night. We're not going outside. (laughs) You should be asleep. (laughs) But yeah, I I would actually be that person that would actually burn down a house. Oh my gosh. (laughs) To get to a... Because I hate spiders. I don't care what kind it is or anything like that. It's a dead spider. It's a spider. I get you. I get you. Right. And yet there's one of my friends is like, what kind of spider did you just kill? It's a guard. I said, I, I don't know. It's like a black and had, and it was yellow. Because you just killed the garden spider that wasn't even poisonous. I said, oh. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Kind of, but, you know, but what did you think of the relationship between Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci? You know, I. I like their relationship. I liked how, well, the part where, where when they realize they really like each other, they're on a horse, they're going to kiss, and then the, the, the kid interrupts. And then towards the middle of the film, when he's not quite sure about her, when she kind of, you know, she's kind of acting kind of shady. But he, but he loved her, and she loved him, and I thought that was really cute. And I like how they didn't you touch see, on it too much. Just, you know what I mean? Just enough to actually give us a taste exactly. of the relationship between the two right. of them. You see, you see, for me, you know, with the age difference between Johnny Depp and Christina Ricci, even in the interviews that she did, get this. She said that she felt kind of awkward with it, but she said he was nice to look at, so she was well, okay I mean, with Johnny that. Depp, so, I mean. Absolutely. So, right. I, I still love right. her from when she was Wednesday Addams in the live action Addams Family. Like, I absolutely love that movie. Like, oh, you know, I loved her. In, um, well, I, I loved her in Mermaids, which that's the first movie I saw her in. And just as a young actress, wow, she was great. And then, of course, Wednesday Adams. I mean, she was perfect for Wednesday Adams. She absolutely oh, yeah. looked like Wednesday right. Adams. They nailed that. But um, I don't know if you guys saw, she did a Lizzie Borden on Netflix. And it was a series. I didn't see I, that. Did you see that? that? Was, I heard about it, but I I know about you know I know about the crime also. But I did. She plays Liz, uh, She Borden. plays Lizzie. Yeah, and it was what? really. It was like I think it was one one season, um, maybe ten episodes, and it was really good. She did a great job. Well, now I gotta watch that. 
Yeah, you really better watch. Same it. here. What did you think, John? You thought she was good in it. Here's the thing. I didn't see the. I didn't see it, so that's actually going to be on my list of things to check out. I think out. you guys will like that one. I think so too. You didn't scare me wrong on that last one with Wolf's Creek, so I'm definitely going <laughs> to. That's right. That's right. So. But, yeah, I mean, I thought the relationship was okay. I mean, I felt it might be a little bit forced, but that's just me. It's a little, you can tell they're not really trying to express their uh, level. Like, you can tell, like, they got, like, it's kind of like a schoolgirl, schoolboy crush. Yeah. And at the end, it's like, oh, well, we love each other now. Which was was so cute. And then, you you know, like, they didn't really kiss. She would rub his head, his hair, you know. She yeah, would, she right. would hold him, and and so, but it was a cute little interaction. Yeah, it was a nice little interaction. I give him that. <laughs> but but young kept <laughs> messing it up. Well, I mean, you, you do have to, you do kind of have to have that love story in there, though, too, though, because it is part of the original story. So you can't true go like without. You gotta you gotta have it. Um, right. But yeah, it was a little bit. Your hair is all crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. I was like, I know. I heard crazy in there. I heard crazy. <laughs> She's brushing her hair. Aww. <laughs> but uh, another thing, though, too, that I also want to t- touch on, you actually see a little bit of a glimpse of Johnny Depp's, which is Ichabod Crane's backstory, a little bit as he's sleeping of the abuse that he went to as a as right. a child. It's very what brief, What do you think though. about that as a backstory? You know, right, go it's ahead. Briefly. It's, I, I know, like, um, if I remember correctly, it's like, he's pretty much in, like, a torture chamber, right? And I think he sees, I don't know if it's his mother. Yeah. But someone in the Iron Maiden. Yeah. And he, like, he, like, slams his hand on, like, I think it is his mom. He, like, slams his hand on the spikes, and that's how he has the scars, which he also only mentioned once. In the whole movie, and then they like never talk about it again, other than, oh, you have scars on your hand, and then the dream. But, like, right. Like, yeah, I honestly felt like they didn't need either of those parts in the movie, to be honest. Like, he's a detective. Like, he wants to solve crimes. That's pretty much all you really need to know. And then, like, like I said, they only mention it twice, if I recall correctly, and then that's it, and it's never brought up again. And it's like, okay. Yeah, because they show his hands the right. first time, and you know you see that you see the dots on his hands or the marks on his hands, and then when she brought it up, but and then they refer to it finally at you know when they're putting the dream together, and you're and they show you how he got the marks on his hand, and you see I guess who was his mother, you know in that chamber, and she falls out with the blood. It's kind of they like you said they didn't touch on it again. So he had abuse growing up, but what was really the purpose of showing that in the film. Yeah. Unless his mother was a witch or some sort, and it was kind of went coincide to what he was investigating. Everyone was a witch in those days. It's fine. She's not special. Right. <laughs> yeah, because no, the dad did, so... like, okay, so it, okay, so he puts the Bible there because mom is teaching him, I guess you'd call light witch magic, or it white seemed magic. like, yeah, light magic, so... And then the dad has the Bible, and then that's when he, like, you know, she's set off to be killed. Is that why to, right. to you know, relate to him meeting Christina Ritchie and the fact that she does, you know, white magic, white magic? Magic. 
Well, don't forget, though, at that time, though, too, he didn't know what that emblem actually meant. Yeah. He actually thought it was witchcraft, like dark With the evil eye. Very true, that's right. I think is right. the, the symbol, but it ends up it is meant to protect. Yeah, it was a protection for loved ones. But yeah, you're right. At first, it, it was just an evil eye. You, you, I mean, we did think it was black magic. Right, because that's the first initial thing that you actually think of is the nine point star. Yeah, exactly. You know, so young Matt Nasbeth even thought the same thing, though, too. So that's, you know, I can actually understand how that could actually get. Can I just say, I love young Nasbeth. He was great. Wasn't he a great partner? I love how, like, I mean, it's super sad, but, like, his dad dies and he just, like, volunteers, like, I'm going to help try and catch the guy who killed my father and help you. And, like, <laughs> like you go, kid. Like, and then, like, he really, he really goes above and beyond. <laughs> to, to he does. He does. And, like, I don't know. I loved, I loved his character. It would be a lot. I did, too. They gave him a lot to do as a kid. That's what I appreciate about the film. Um... Also, too, that I find hilarious, though, is like Johnny Depp is like, no, you're not you're not going to go anywhere near this. I'm not going to allow it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't even want to. And then he's there <laughs> everywhere, every place he goes in the church with the gun, like fighting for the people like, yeah, this kid. And I was hoping at the end that the kid would end up being with Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? Like you want the kid to have a you family. Too. You're pulling for this kid. He's a good kid. He helped solve this crime. And you're hoping at the end that you know, he's adopted or, you know, he's with Johnny Depp. Yeah, or I'll he's bought, for that he's too. I was too, to be honest with you. I was hoping that he would actually make it out alive. Speaking of which, <laughs> remember uh, the kid that was in the floor of the, uh, of the house? Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. So did, he, did he get beheaded? Yeah. Was that was that basically what happened? You, you don't see it happen, yes. but they very much allude to that is what happened. Because they show, you know, he, the horseman kills the mom and dad, uh, or the, at least the two people, and then he's hiding the floorboards, and then, like, you see the horseman, like, rip up the floorboard or whatever, and then you <laughs> cut the scene and show the horseman, like, stuffing something into a sack. That's like, oh. I was know. like, no, no. Yeah, that that's what happened, because I don't, I don't know if you know anything about MPA laws or anything like no. that, Rossi, because I know that you're part of but... Here's the thing. When it comes down to that, they're not allowed to show a baby getting eaten. They're not allowed to show anything like that. Okay. So that's why we actually have to, that's why they actually had to cut it like that. Because by MPA law and standards, they're not allowed to do that, which is also another reason why with the Stephen King's It movie that they actually had to cut a scene out where it actually ate uh, a baby. The ba- oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So they actually cut that okay. part out. So, so because of it. back to that scene though, dual wielding axes was freaking badass. I just mentioned. Oh, that I love part. the dual. Yes. I love that whole scene with the whole like, yeah, Daddy kills the kid, but he's a dual wielding axe fight, and then it moves on to the fight outside after. Yes. He kills them all, and like, like that's a cool fight scene. I loved it. He was a badass until the end. Yeah. Though. I mean, he gave it his all. And then all of a sudden, he just gets split in two. You actually yes. see it? Yes. I love that scene. Yeah. <laughs> you know? This that stunt is, that is a cool great movie. All the stunt doubles were really good in this movie. 
I agree with you. I wanted to mention that. I agree with you, though, uh, Rossi. All the stunt doubles did a very good job at what they did. You can actually believe that they actually were a part of this time period. Yes. Uh, Another thing, though, too, is I like the mythology of the fact that a horseman cannot go into a church. Yeah. Yeah, hollow ground. But how he ended up getting the guy that was pretty cold-blooded, he freaking tied the... the... It's hollow ground because it's a church. Yeah. And he gets him by tying the post. hollow ground. You don't even know what that right. means. Oh, yeah. The horseman's super resourceful. Seriously harpoons the dude and drags him. That was him crazy. That was to, crazy. To, <laughs> just so he could behead him. It, like, like, way to go, man. Like, like. <laughs> that's arc 301 right there. Right? That's, that's a like, diehard. Like, 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 are you serious? You and dragged him out done. of the church. <laughs> that was great. It was. It was. It was really great. I love that. And then also too, I liked it when, you know, you had Nasbeth over there protecting everybody, like you mentioned, Rossi. I thought that was really good. I thought nothing was actually forced in this film, other than maybe that one thing I mentioned. But I thought the chemistry worked with every single yeah. character. You actually believed the characters who they were. Yes. Yeah, I like how even but, even like the bad guys, they like you knew they were all working together. You could just tell like they're little no 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 mostly can sorry. Um you can tell like like they are forced to work together under the shroud of secrecy kind of thing. Or even though there's not like the good chemistry between them, you know that like they know they're what they're the guys in charge. And they start getting all all hacked up and they're like, Oh no, we gotta stick together and like get rid of this guy, and then they turn on each other. Yes, right. I just I yes. like all that. I like how, like I said, I love how they have the whole real life crime conspiracy yes. thing with all the powerful no people and right. happening at the no same time as this paranormal right. thing is going on. But then, of course, you also have another thing that winds up happening. Something happens when Christina reaches character inside the church. And we believe that she's dead, but she's actually knocked out. Yeah, I thought she was dead, too. I'm like, she died? I didn't think she was going to die. Right, because I was wondering, though, too, is like, okay, was she just playing Ichabod so the way he would actually go back to where he was? Because it got way too dangerous. Because remember, the townspeople wanted him out at that point because, number one, getting too close to where he was investigating. He's an outsider. Because at first, if you remember, because I don't, I don't know if both of y'all, maybe you guys can actually tell me if I'm right or not, but if you actually remember, the townspeople were thinking, okay, this guy's just a kook. He's not going to really investigate anything or anything like that. We're just going to let him do his thing, yeah. and that's it. And the closer he got to the investigation, they realized, oh, shit, this guy is actually... Doing some top-notch investigation. Yeah, he's got to go. Yeah. He's got to get out of here. <laughs> well, he's a good detective. Oh, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was just fooling us all around. Oh, oh, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I actually thought the part where he finally tries to get out of town, and then he realizes that the whole entire uh, witchcraft pentagram that was actually on the floor 
was yeah. Christina Ricci's character actually protecting yes. him. And, you know, I wish that they would actually put him all the way into the woods to have more of a dramatic effect. Oh, instead of not even off when the property got- yet and then turn around? Okay. Yeah. For me... For me, it would have been more of a dramatic effect. It's like, oh my god, I have to get there before the horseman gets there. Oh, I get you. Yeah, okay. I I can see that. I can see that. Right. Because him just being outside where he was when we first came to town, that didn't quite work for me. It's like, okay, I'm already here, so therefore I have a more level over the horseman because I already have a head start on him. So, do you feel that way or no? No, I didn't feel that way. Um, yeah, I, I didn't feel that way. I, it, at that point, I, feel, I felt like so much had built, uh, had built up at that point, the built up that I was happy that he was actually not far out of town. And that he was close enough to, to get to her um, because he's unfolding, you know, the story's unfolding and he's realizing that she's not bad like he kind of thought she was. She's not shady. And knowing that the yeah, whole thing is right. going to be all right. I think it was all right the way that they did it. Yeah. Um, I think he, uh, I think, again, like you said, that oh, he thought one way and then, like, slowly, you know, oh, as he's sitting alone in the character gears are turning kind of thing, and he has to, and oh, he does finally realize it. But I don't think that um, it was like, I honestly didn't even notice. To be fair, that like uh, like he wasn't even that far away. Like I think I think it was fine. Okay, it was a detective. So, it's just a little small thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> I got you. You know what? That's the same excuse that I make for '80s movies. It's like who leaves their houses open? Oh, it's just the '80s. It's okay, <laughs> you know. So it's the 1700s. It's yeah. okay. Johnny Depp was there. He's a detective. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but this is another thing though too I remember the whole entire thing that happened in the wit- the witch's um, cave though too I want to mention this real quick was when uh, Johnny Depp goes into the house and then he gets the bejesus scared <laughs> out of him oh yeah and then he's like, he tells young Resmond, we gotta go. That was the funniest part. That was funny when he's getting the <laughs> hell out of great. there. Scared. Scared. Right? And like, getting out of, we gotta yeah, go, we gotta go. Yeah, that was great. She's training herself up, and it's like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, like, she's right. a monster. And it's like, oh, God. Or when, the, when she tells the right? kid, you know, whatever you hear, you need to get out of here. And how quickly he turns around and gets out of there. No hesitation. Right. Didn't have fuck this shit. Yeah. I'm done. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Me too. I did too. And then, okay, so now we're going to get into the whole climax of this whole entire movie of how everything comes together. But then we actually know for a fact it was actually the widow that faked her own death. Yes. And what did you think about, what did you guys think about that? Because I actually like that. I was shocked. Uh, I really thought I think... that was her that got killed. I thought she got beheaded. And when they went to the church scene, I figured she was she was gone. Okay, got rid of until you you see her walk in. So I also thought she really was dead. I like the way that they did that. Yeah. How that you know they did the whole aha it was me. Um, where you think that that happened to her? 
Um, my only problem with it is that so the whole town thinks she's dead, but she's really not dead, and she's really about to inherit all of, you know, the the money from her now dead husband, and then the daughter's dead, so she's not getting the money, so now she's supposed to get everything, right? But like the whole town thinks she's right. dead, so how does that work? Oh no! I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't, didn't think either. about that. To be honest, <laughs> that was one of the first things. Because you give me the second, like when the movie was over, I was like, "But how she? How was she supposed to get the money?" Like, I know a big part of it was revenge. It was like a huge part of of doing it was was the whole revenge aspect of it. But like, right at the same time, it's like. Uh, she straight up says to the daughter, like, oh, well, now everything, and she's like, oh, well, now you get everything, and then the bad lady's like, oh, no, you get everything, but now I'm going to kill you, and then I'm going to get everything, it's like, but you're dead, and like, how are you going to pull this off, like, walk out of the woods, like, oh, I, I survived the headless horseman. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> even that's think not about suspicious that. at all, don't ask any question. Never thought about Give it. Give me all the money. Well, not only that. But not only that, but you also need a witness too, so you can actually sign off on the documentations and everything. You need a witness. You need a second, and all that yeah, other stuff. The and then the whole town is dead. Oh wait, he can't see. He has no head. Uh, all right, plan C. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was interesting how so, whoever yeah. had isn't it whoever had the head controls the the body. Yes. Okay. That was right. cool. Yeah, I, I, that. I thought that was a cool twist that, you know, how she is telling the story about how she went about getting the head and why she went about doing that. It's like, okay. Okay, so she had the head and she controls the controls the body and therefore bringing him back to get rid of the last heir, which is Christina. Katrina. Yeah. Right. And Me I like too. that aspect. And also, too, didn't you actually see it revealed, though, Rossi? If you remember where the two girls, the two twins, which is actually the witch that Johnny Depp went to, the witch that who the Widow Winship actually yes. kills. And then, of course, uh, then, of course, you know, that's how we actually know for a fact that uh, she was actually one of the twins inside the woods that saw the headless yes. horseman die. Yeah, I, like that. I like that whole with the devil. I like that loop right. around how it shows that scene that like way earlier in the movie when they're telling the legend of the horseman they have the two girls and then it like loops back to that and like oh cool. Yeah, it was like was a, oh my god the, the woman in the tree, that's the twin sister. Wow. Yeah, well, that was, that was sister, awesome. though. that's a little messed up. And she killed her. Yeah, that it was, was. A good it twist. was a really good twist. I like and also too, another thing that I want to mention is too, the widow windship also made sure Johnny Depp saw that scar on her hand yes. on purpose. So that way she would so that way he can identify that as her. So that way it wouldn't be any type of um, misconception that Yeah, so when he's her. riding by in the buggy as he's leaving and you see them bringing the body out and you see her hand drop and he recognizes the scar on the hand to confirm that it was the widow or the stepmother. Yeah. Right. So I definitely yes. love that part. Yeah. I gotta go poop. Oh, okay. You go. <laughs> you go. That's pretty fun. Why? 
<laughs> Nothing. You're adorable. Nothing. No. I love you. Oh, you gotta love that age. <laughs> That's right? great. I just, I just wanna tell you. What, sweetie pie? I wanna tell you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Too cute. Aw. I'm not kidding. She is cute. Yeah, she, this she is knows it too. This is a reflection of the parents on here. <laughs> but, uh, let's see, then after that happens, uh, John, he, of course, she winds up, they wind up catching, they wind up getting the head. And then he throws the horse, he gets the horseman's attention, and the horseman catches it, and then he attacks. Uh, he gets his he winds revenge. Up attacking the witch. Yeah, I do. I do love that scene too. I like the whole. Uh, I like the whole tree as the gateway. Yes. To the underworld thing, like we mentioned it before, of how it's just a really cool scene. Yes. How the horse like leaps out of the hole in the tree, and how like I like that whole that whole thing is honestly pretty cool. And then of course, again, you know, his head. Awesome. Right, and all the heads are inside the tree as well. Absolutely, pretty cool. Super cool. Um, then of course, whenever we see, uh, you know, the headless horseman, he winds up biting her lips, acting like it was a kiss or whatever. Right, razor teeth, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And then after that, Johnny Depp passes out out again. Yes. After, after all of that, he passes out. It was a great movie, guys. It was a really good movie. I do like that movie a lot. I'm glad that that I got to see it again because it has been a while. I was like, again, it's a movie I own, so I know it's good. I don't like terrible movies. I need to actually buy that movie. But um, I do need to buy that movie. To be honest with you, I've I own the Lost Boys, but I need to. Yeah, own that's that definitely one. to add to the collection. <laughs> that's a classic. The, there is one thing I do want to point out, though. A big uh, is that Ichabod survives in the movie. In the story, Ichabod right. doesn't. And like, I remember the first time because I've been a horror movie. Hey, I'm a history teacher, and yeah, I'm, I'm a horror fan. So when uh, you combine those two, I'm like all in for it. Uh, and I was expecting the first time I saw it, even when I was younger, like because I was a teenager, I was nine when it came out. But by the time I saw it, I was a teenager. I was expecting Ichabod to not survive. Uh, I kept thinking, like at the end, like oh, he's gonna something's gonna happen, and he's gonna like die fighting the horsemen or you know the sacrifice himself thing. It's like oh, he lived, all right. <laughs> like at least he got, at least he, uh, at least he made it. The, the whole time I was like, he's gonna right, die. Like and the scene, the scene <laughs> when they walk off, like, he's a goner. Um, going to New York and the the kids with them. I thought that was a beautiful scene. The cinematics of it, the snow, it was beautiful. Yeah, that was a great scene. Right, and if you actually notice though, on Christina Ricci's dress, that's like a throwback to Beetlejuice. Yes, black and white. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yes, I can see that. So I definitely love the black and white dress. I love that he said, okay, now it's time for a new, just in time for a new century. So at that point, you know, it's almost Christmas time and it's a, they're about to end yes. a new chapter in their because life. the movie yeah. started, it was 1799. So they were, yeah, 1800s right. were, they were upon 1800. Yes. 
Right. All I can think of is the Prince song, 1999, right. <laughs> and have that thrown in. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sean. <laughs> but I have a quick question. Do you think that this should actually have a sequel, or do you think it should just be perfect the way it Wait is? It's a rest, um, in my opinion. It's good. I would like for it to have a sequel because of what we can do today. Plus, also, I would like to have more of the story of the Headless Horseman. I would like to see more of the story. Mm-hmm. I, maybe and you can do it again because someone else can get, like, you can continue that story. That's true. I would like to see a prequel. I, I'm thinking a prequel. Would I wouldn't be mind James right. Wan. Yeah. I mean, you could totally reboot it. I mean, there's nothing that's going to stop. You know, it could be totally all different actors and all that stuff. But, like, like I think I'd be okay with that. I hear you. As a total reboot. Um, it is a great story. It's classic. Yes. Um, and is it I mean, Washington Irving? Is that who? Washington okay. Irving. That's okay. Right. Fun fact about me, I actually have family from the real town of Sleepy Hollow, which is really originally called North Terrytown. Really? They changed their name. They changed the name of the town to Sleepy Hollow because of the book. And it's also where Washington Irving is buried. No way. In the cemetery of Sleepy Hollow. That's really cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, super cool. Oh, wow. You see, I didn't even know that about you, yeah. to be I, honest. I, that's actually I figured cool. this was the perfect place to bring it up. So. Absolutely it is. That's that's pretty dope, man. Because I didn't even know if the town was real, to be honest with you. So thanks for confirming that. Yeah. It was, it was North Tarrytown up until the late 1990s, I believe, when they legally changed either late 1990s or early 2000s, something like that, where they legally had the town name changed to Sleepy Hollow in honor of the, of the story. That's cool. You see... Oh, that's actually pretty cool, man, because I didn't know that they renamed the town. I knew the town actually existed, but I didn't know that they had it, they changed the town legally mm-hmm. to Sleepy Hollow. So that's an interesting fact. Yes, it is. Thank you for Thanks. more knowledge. Every time I come on here, John, I learn something new. <laughs> you, see, that's, you see, this is why I love doing what I'm doing. I like introducing people to new things. New movies. That's why we do that top ten oh, list. This is why I love yeah. what I'm doing. You know, it's always a blast. And I always love. And here's the thing, guys. I always love having guests on here. It's not that I can't do a solo panel or anything like that because I can do one. I like the back and forth conversations that we can actually get. Absolutely, oh, I enjoy. Makes it way more fun. Yes, it does. I enjoy it. I I, I love too. coming on here. It it's it's fun, interesting, and like I said, I always learn something new, and then I get to meet new people. Exactly. And that's why I also like having new guests on with the other people to see how they actually interact and things like that, too. So I definitely appreciate awesome. you guys being on. Thank here. you. Oh, you're Thank very you. welcome. I love being here. It was very nice to welcome. meet you also, Ross. Nice meeting you, too. Nice meeting you, too, Willow. <laughs> Want to say bye, Willow? Bye. Uh, I don't know if you heard her. Bye. <laughs> Aw. All right, so before we actually get out, I want to actually do a uh, clean house a little bit. But before I do that, where can everybody Everyone follow can you follow at, me Rossi? on Instagram at McCree123Hotmail.com. That's M-C-C-R-E-E, 123Hotmail.com. And also on Twitter at Rossi Lynn, B-A-R-Q-1. That's Rossi Lynn Bark 1. And Facebook at www.RossiLynn. Oh. Awesome. 
And Rick, where can everybody follow you? Because I know, and here's the thing: you and I are both on the same page. But I, it's your page, though, man. I want you to go on ahead and do some self promotion. Oh, thank you, sir. You can see both me and John on Facebook on the Joker Unleashed. Talk all about Batman and Joker stuff. Fun. It is. Awesome. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's de- uh, it's definitely a great fan page. I strongly recommend it for all your Joker needs. Another thing, too, guys, I actually want to mention that Tamika will be on the show with me Thursday. We're actually doing a review for the 2007 film of Rob Zombie hmm. Halloween. So we're going to be doing a review on that. And then Friday... The, here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to be doing a show tomorrow or anything like that because we're actually having a hurricane coming oh, in. Oh, boy. Stay safe. So, thanks, man. Yes. I do appreciate it. Thank you, Rossi. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to be do one, but if I do, it's probably going to be one of those pre-recorded things where I actually do a, a review on a movie that I've seen. So it might be the butterfly effect. It might actually be the frighteners. This is going to be a surprise for tomorrow for what you guys might actually <laughs> get out of me. But... Um, let's see. Then Saturday, I actually have my friend Crichton Hobbs, who's an independent director, who actually shot a short film over the the course of October for Halloween, and we're gonna do a YouTube live. We're actually trying this out for. Uh, we actually did this a couple of times just to test it out, and I'm just gonna try and see how the sound actually goes. Cross <laughs> his fingers, but uh. But yeah, he's actually going to do a one-on-one interview for a short film called Blinded by the Darkness. It's going to be on at 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. You can actually join us there on the YouTube channel for Movie Love Street Night. And of course, it'll actually be converted into an audio podcast later on. And guys, if you guys have any questions for Crichton or anything like that, it is live. So we'll be actually answering questions on the live feed for you guys. So... Go on ahead, answer, ask us questions and everything, and we'll go on ahead and answer it right then and there. And by the way, before we actually close out, we do have a place that you can donate towards the show. You guys don't have to, but I understand with the pandemic, everybody had, uh, everybody's money is not where it needs to be right now. But if you guys want to, you guys can donate towards the show with buymeacoffee.com slash movie lovers. That's just to keep the lights on. And, of course, I want to actually start doing digital movie giveaways for everybody. So go on ahead, if you guys can, donate towards the show that way. We also have a website called MovieLoversUnite.com. We also have, of course, our Instagram, MovieLoversTVLoversUnite. And then we also have MovieLoversTVLoversUnite on Facebook. And, of course, on Pinterest, MovieLoversTVLoversUnite over there. And then you guys can follow me on Twitter on MovieLoversUnit. And then, of course, John Gregorio 8 on Twitter. So that's all my tags. That's everything that you guys need to know. Another thing too, we're actually on Amazon Music now, so you guys can go on ahead and subscribe over to Amazon Music. And pretty soon we're going to be on Sirius XM. That's really dope. Thanks. It is. Thanks. I do appreciate that because I just got word from Stitcher that Sirius actually bought them out. So, so now we're actually going to be part of this Sirius XM platform which is something i cannot wait so that's it for the show today i hope that you guys enjoyed the show stay safe everyone and always until next time bye bye do not eat a lot of candy over the holidays and also do not resurrect the sports <laughs> thanks for having us son <laughs> have a good one man. Okay, you're bye, welcome everyone. anytime see you guys it's-